welcome to Between the Liars with Ryan. This is another episode of Bill Me, where I am reading the legislation and helping us walk through it. So you don't have to be the one skimming through millions upon millions of articles. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration. But today we're going to be talking about two Tennessee bills which are set to become law July 1st. So that's about a week and a half away the first bill is Tennessee House Bill 2657, which is titled the Transparency in Sentencing for Victims Act. And the second is Tennessee House Bill 1018. They don't have an official title for that, but it has to do with the issuing of handgun permits. Both of these pieces of legislation are only a page as it should be, in my opinion. So this should be a relatively short episode and the reason that we're doing two of these. Remember that you should stick around if you're interested in my personal ratings on these. Remember we talk about the uh, efficacy of the legislation, which is my opinion on how effective I think the legislation is going to be in achieving their stated goal. And then the second rating is the media accuracy. So jump to the end if you're interested in hearing those. And I'll give you a quick summary. House Bill 2657, basically just requires more transparency in sentencing. That includes mitigating factors, things that might make the sentence less or might make it more. Remember that most sentences carry a specific range. And then more often than not, that falls to the judge's discretion to determine how many of those years the person is going to serve for each count that they're convicted of. The other thing that it does is it requires that it be public information, not just they were out for X number of years, that's what they were convicted for and sentenced to, but they also have to make it public record as to when this convicted criminal is eligible for parole, again, prioritizing the victim so they're not caught by surprise if this person happens to be out and about one day. The second one literally just requires a background check on people with a handgun permit every four years. They're basically rescanning you to make sure that you are still eligible for your handgun, and I'll get into both my opinions later, but remember before we get into this that you can help this show out a lot by liking and subscribing. Hit that notification so that when we go live, you can join us and you can type in the comments and converse with us. We really appreciate all of you just coming in and blowing up our chats. And then also remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the social medias at Between the Liars. And with that, let's go ahead and get right into the legislation. So let's start with House Bill 2657. Uh, you, you look at the top here and the Senate bill that corresponds to it because it has passed both of these and been signed by the governor. The Senate bill is 2183, and this is an act to amend Tennessee Code Annotated Title 14, Chapter 35, relative to sentencing. Be it enacted by the General Assembly of the State of Tennessee, Section 1, this act is known and may be cited as the Transparency and Sentencing for Victims Act, Section 2. Tennessee Code Annotated Section 4035-210 is amended by deleting subsection E and substituting the following. In order to ensure fair and consistent sentencing when the court imposes a sentence, it shall place on the record, either orally or in writing, Number one, what enhancing or mitigating factors were considered, if any? Number two, the reasons for the sentence. And number three, for a sentence of continuous confinement, the estimated number of years and months the defendant will serve before becoming eligible for release. Section three, this act takes effect July 1st, 2022, the public welfare requiring it and applies to sentencing hearings conducted on or after that date. 
Now let's read House Bill 1018 and corresponding Tennessee Senate Bill 890 being enacted by the General Assembly of the State of Tennessee, Section 1, Tennessee Code Annotated Section 39-17-1366 is amended by adding the following as a new subsection. Subsection 1. After the initial issuance of a concealed handgun carry permit, the department shall conduct a name-based criminal history record check every four years or upon receipt of an application. If the applicant is prohibited from purchasing or possessing a firearm in this state pursuant of Section 39-17-1307B, 18 U.S.C. Section 922G, or any other state or federal law, the department shall revoke the applicant's permit pursuant to the Section 39-17-1352. Section 2, Tennessee Code Annotated Section 39-17-1352. Dash 1366J is amended by adding the following as a new subdivision. The department shall change a renewal fee, or excuse me, shall charge a renewal fee of $50. Section 3, this act takes effect July 1st, 2021, the public welfare requiring it. And you might be wondering, huh, Ryan, why are you reading legislation from almost a year ago? This never went into effect, and Senate Bill 890 and the corresponding amendments that they passed reconciling the two bills did, in fact, change that date to July 1st, 2022. So be ready for that to go into effect next month. And if you're interested, I will post all of these if you're listening on the podcast, in our descriptions. And if you check right below, you'll get all the links here. But this is actually pulled from the Tennessee General Assembly website, as basically always. And if you look at the bill history, you'll see the two bills line by line and how they are reconciled. Your amendments are here, and then your summary is right here. And at the bottom of it, it says Amendment Number 1 changes this bill's effective date from July 1st, 2021 to July 1st, 2022. That's how I reached that information before I started. So if you're interested, check that out. But these bills were very cut and dry and very short by comparison, considering the last couple were about 30 pages apiece. Okay, so let's get into my ratings. For House Bill 2657, the Transparency for for Sentencing for Victims Act, I would give it a legislation effectiveness of 5 out of 5. I really think that, you know, there's a lot wrong with the way the prison system and the correction system and the justice system is in its existing state. I don't think that it just needs to be abolished and started over, but I do think that there's a lot of things that we can use to improve the system, both for the criminals who are processed by it and also by the victims who are victimized by these criminals. And so I think this is a great step for that, especially because when you look at the range at which a judge or anyone else deciding these factors the, the the range of discretion they have for sentencing, I don't think that they should just be able to pull one out of the hat. I think that there's nothing wrong with asking that they explain their process. As the judge or whoever is passing that sentence, they do have the discretion by law to determine that, but I don't think that it hurts for us to know when that is, and especially if someone was victimized, I think it's very important that they be able to know when their uh, victimizer is likely to be back out on the streets. My media accuracy score, it's not available. Uh, this was not covered by the media. I, I, I don't think that it's quite fair to give it a lower score because it wasn't disingenuous. It just wasn't covered. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that because as the media, you pick what are your big major stories. And you filter and you gatekeep. That's why you have me. So that was not available. House Bill 1018, as far as the 
handgun permit and and checks and your fees go. I think there's arguments that can be made for why this is a good thing. I think there's people saying that this is an infringement on fundamental rights. I'm not going to take either of those. I'm going to rate it a one out of five because this bill is effectively moot. It is dead in the water. And the reason for that is in July of 2021, Tennessee became a constitutional carry state. If you don't know what that means, that basically means that so long as you are eligible under the Constitution and the law, i.e. you're not convicted of certain things that will prevent you from carrying, like driving under the influence or domestic violence, etc., you don't even need a handgun permit to carry. So background checking people every four years when they're able to renew their permit, it doesn't seem like it's going to do anything. Um, I, I think that this is kind of a, a nothing burger, if you will. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think that this bill was on the table in the House about the same time the constitutional law was passed last year. And I kind of thought it would be phased out. But here we are. So tell me in the comments, what do you think? What are, How would you rate these two bills? Again, I would say media accuracy score, not available uh, again, I don't think that's necessarily good nor bad. I think that that's our job to do our due diligence, and that's why you have me. That is why you tune in to Between the Liars for the Bill Me segments. And uh, yeah, that's that's going to be it for the rest of this show. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Twitch, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on our social medias at Between the Liars to stay updated and if you enjoy this show give us a five-star review hit subscribe let me know what you think in the comments love to hear from you hit us up on our socials i'm sure you find yourself somewhere between the liars goodbye for now